Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Third car, Scott Anderson, 97 the ticket. Open lines, 248-539-9797. Good to be with you on a Thursday, a dreary, dreary Thursday in Metro Detroit. Uh, talk about that a little bit later on but first as we do every thursday at this time let's swing around the nfl thingy thingy yeah uh divisional round playoff edition gator won the toss he will receive question one from our guy kang all right gator here we go this past week lamar jackson posted on instagram this quote or the, these quotes i guess you could say when you have something good you pl- you play with it you don't take chances losing it you don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it because when you take care of something good, that good takes care of you too. Decode this message. <laughs> Does this mean that Lamar Jackson could have played this past weekend but chose not to because he didn't feel loved? I don't think that's what it means. I think what it means is that he's been trying to negotiate a contract all year long and they haven't shown the love and they haven't been serious about it. And I think what he is saying is, you guys need to take this seriously. Stop playing around. You guys want to win. You know, on the most important piece on this team and on this roster, take care of it. Um, and don't risk losing it. Pay me my money. Show that appreciation and respect me. And we will then go on and win together. We'll take care of each other, but you've got to take care of me. There's a vague subject, right, in this statement. The vague subject, the something good. So what I did is I took the something good and when the something good is referred to and replaced it with the word me. When you have me, you play with it. You don't take chances losing me. You don't neglect me. When you have me, you pour into it. You appreciate me because when you take care of me, I take care of you too. That's the decode. Look at that. So do you think he could have played this weekend? No, I think, it, I think it's all about his contract with Baltimore. Well, I think we all know this is definitely the, you know, the gist of it. The main point is his contract. He hasn't been taken care of. I think that he could have pushed it, that he could have, oh. he could have tried harder to play. I don't know if he could have played necessarily, but I think the fact that he didn't have a deal was like, I'm not going to push this any further than I have to. So I think that that's the decoding in that message. All right, you spoke of it, Doug. Divisional uh, playoffs this weekend. What's the better rivalry, Eagles versus Giants or Cowboys versus 49ers? So rivalries and, and debating which ones are the best, you kind of got to get into the history a little bit and you know the who has the longer history, the more storied history. Dallas and San Francisco, those two teams, have combined for 15 Super Bowl appearances compared to five Super Bowl appearances for the Giants and four for Philly. And Dallas and San Francisco have played eight times in the postseason. The Giants and Philly have played four times in the postseason. 
So when debating the quality of a rivalry or which rivalry do I like more, it's the one with the longer history. And in this particular case, it feels like Dallas and San Francisco have more history. Well, they have more history in the playoffs, that's for sure. Actually, I think it's a great question, King. Thank you. My initial reaction was was going with uh, the Giants and Philly because they're in the same division to play each other twice a year, and that should be it. And occasionally they'll match up in the postseason. And I get that Dallas and San Francisco, that their matchups have been epic in the postseason. They matched up against each other three years in a row in the NFC Championship game in 92, 93, 94. They had the Dwight Clark game that everybody remembers in 81. Um, and and twice uh, before that, in the 70s and 70 and 71, they also faced in the NFC Championship game. But they haven't played a game of consequence. I mean, they played in the playoffs last year, but between 94 and 2021, they didn't. So there was a, it was a long gap there. It has a chance to get back to being some great rivalry, but otherwise, I, these guys don't know. I don't, I don't look at it. I don't think they, they look at each other and say, we hate San Francisco. San Francisco, I mean, San Francisco may hate Dallas because everybody hates Dallas. But I just, I can't do it. I can't go there all the way. I'm going to stick with the Giants in Philly because that's an interdivisional thing and it's twice a year and they hate each other. Yeah, you know, I asked this question because I think it is debatable and I think both you guys present, you know, good arguments for your cases. It's a personal thing for me and the personal thing is maybe it's because when I was a kid, but you just mentioned it, the Cowboys Niners, I mean, three years in a row, yeah. Dion switching teams, Charles Haley. It was That was the matchup, man. Those were the two best teams in the NFC. And I know there's been a gap, and you mentioned it, but maybe they get back to that. But maybe I don't care about the East Coast rivalry between Philly and New York. But so for me, it's Cowboys Niners. That's the one for us. You know, it kind, of fe- it kind of feels like the Wings and Avalanche. It was a great rivalry, and then it fizzled out for years because it was just dormant, right? They switched conferences, and you just don't see it anymore. And we'll see if it comes up again. All right, all eight starting quarterbacks that are left in the playoffs right now are under the age of 30. This is the first time since the 2004-2005 divisional round. Does this mean anything at all? I don't. Th- I think all it means is it's the end of an era because uh, Rodgers and Brady are basically. I'm, I I, I even struggling to say Dunzo, but they kind of are. You know, I mean, Brady could come back and Aaron Rodgers could come back, but. I just, based on the way that those guys played this year, they are playing well below what you expect them to play. Aaron Rodgers can talk all he wants about how he still has MVP caliber stuff in him, but I'm not buying it anymore. I'm just not. You know, you're, you're several years past where I thought you were going to be. Um, and it's just you're declining. And same thing with Brady. What it means is that we've got an era of football right now that's great because there's a young pack of quarterbacks who are all excellent, and it's going to be great to watch these guys play, hopefully for the next 8 to 10 years, really competitive football, and other guys will show up too. We were making many of the same points. I will add this too. I mean, obviously when you're over 30, the older you are, the longer you're in this league, there's a more likelihood that you will get injured. See Stafford and Garoppolo, right? So, yeah, changing of the guard, older guys declining, and some older guys got injured this year. It's, I mean, you can see it coming, next wave of quarterbacks. Yeah, I think it does mean something. Yeah, it's in with the new, out with the old. You know, uh, you guys mentioned Rodgers and Brady are the obvious one, but just a few years before that, you got Breeze and Manning done, right? And Matt now, Ryan, Joe now, Flacco. Yeah, and now you old. look at, though, I include Matthew Stafford. I mean, he may be 34, but he's in, like, the body of a 44-year-old at this point. That guy's been beat up so much. So, yeah, I think under 30, is a, it's a big reason, is the new era with the Mahomes, the Allens, the Burroughs. So, yeah, like I said, out with the old, in with the new. 
All right, Cowboys kicker Brett Maher missed four consecutive extra points Monday night and five overall in a row if you count his last extra point attempt versus Washington the week before. He finally did hit his last try, though. But coming up this weekend against the Niners, how many attempts do you give him before you start going for two? If he misses his first, second, third, how far are you going here? One. You give him one shot? He gets one shot, and if he misses it, then you're going for two for the rest. You go for two the rest. You go for it on fourth down. You're not trying any field goals. You get one shot. (laughs) One shot. And I'm stunned they're sticking with him. An Eminem song. Yeah. Mom Spaghetti. (laughs) Gator, how many shots do you give him, Brett Maher? He may get none shots. (laughs) Honestly, because they they brought in a kicker this week. uh, They signed to the practice squad. If that guy works out in practice and he's just nailing everything, then I have no hesitation to say, you're the guy, Maher, you gone. Because you got this big mold mental block and stakes are too high. You can't afford to have that. So if, if, it's going to be determined in practice. If the guy, if the practice squad kicker is hitting everything, he's going to go. Now let's say he doesn't, okay, and Maher still has the job, then I'm with Doug. One and done. If you screw up on the one kick, then you're done. If you make it, you get another one. If you make, If you miss that... You're done. Wow. So one miss and done at some one any miss point. And done. Okay. For me, I really hope this happens where it comes down to they have to kick a field goal for him to win the game. And they don't know where <laughs> he's at mentally. Maybe he's missed a couple Dude. already, right? But they, they, there's no point. It's either like go for a 30-yard touchdown or kick a 47-yard field goal. If it comes to that, okay, the amount of pressure on him, he is going to be shaking so much. There'll be a seismograph on him. And being in San Francisco, it's not a good place to see the seismograph go off. But, I mean, he will register on the Richter scale. Guys, is Tom Brady finally done? Nope. He's coming back, huh? I think he's got one more one more kick, kick at the can. He's going to you know, continue his road towards immortality. I think, uh, you know, he'll have a – this will be the first season where he can go in with a clear mind. He doesn't have the distractions of what happened in the offseason – um, and he'll be on a different team. What's going to be interesting to see which team he's going to play for. I really want to know what your definition of done is. If by done, you mean is he going to compete at the highest level? Yes, he's done. Because he's now regressed to the point where he needs too much help, and he's not going to find it in Tampa. And finding the perfect fit for him out there and the team that will want him seems too difficult. I think he's done competing, but I think he will play. Yeah, I probably agree with you, Doug, there. He, he's going to play. So I agree with you both you guys there. He's going to play. But as far as at an elite level, it's going to be tough. He's going to have to find the perfect scenario. Probably somewhere on the West Coast. You think maybe Raiders, but their offensive line sucks. Maybe the Niners. Who knows? But I think he does come back. All right, guys. Trevor Lawrence went to the Waffle House after his epic comeback win last Saturday. What a great place to go. All right, it looked like it was late night as well. What chain restaurant would you go to after a huge playoff win if you had to? If you were Trevor Lawrence, where would you go? Besides Twin Peaks? Uh, <laughs> well, are they open now? Yeah, no, I'm saying if it was, yeah, they're closed. I mean, is Chick-fil-A still open? Uh, well, you're lucky it was Saturday, but probably not. That's right. If it were Sunday, I couldn't go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go to the uh, standby B-dubs. Uh-huh. All right, you know, yeah. Because there's a million guy. TVs yep. and a million kinds of beer. and There's always seating. B-dubs. Ken, you know me. I'm a fancy boy. <laughs> Not really, but uh, I would fancy it up. I'm, for me, I'm going Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Oh, wow. wow. I, 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 or, I, I set things up ahead of time, assuming we're going to win that game, saying, look, get ready. We're going to come in late. We're coming in hot. We're going to have a huge group of people. 
I mean, what do I want? Do I want the the perfectly cooked filet? Do I want to go with the sea bass? Decisions, decisions. I'm getting the both! And bring out all the mashed potatoes and everything else you have to offer because the food's awesome. And drinks galore? Hell yeah. <laughs> I love Ruth's Chris, but that's too highfalutin for me. I love what T-Law did. And to stay on that same wavelength, I'm hitting up Ram's Horn. Just give me some breakfast anytime, any day. Well, Ram's Horn. This. I do respect and I love the he, ranch, too. That he went all tin cup and yeah, decided to go that's Waffle what I'm talking House. About, I mean, that, was, man. that was pretty cool. Fantastic. And that concludes the Y9 Omaha 4 Down Around the League Blitz thingy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 